Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. And of course, I'm here with Julie. Hi, Julie. Hello. Um, how was your holiday? How was your Xmas? How was your Boxing Day, which you didn't know what Boxing Day was? <laughs> I always forget Boxing Day is Canadian. How was all of that? I've heard about Boxing Day and I just didn't really, I thought maybe it was like when you box up old stuff that you don't want anymore because <laughs> you brought in new stuff for Christmas. That made sense to me. But tell I mean, our non-Canadian listeners what Boxing Day is. So Boxing Day is December 26th, and that's the big, like, shopping day in Canada. It's, like, the deals and stuff is equivalent to America's Black Friday deals, I guess you would say. Um, all the malls and stuff open at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning that day, and people wait outside. And it's a Damn. crazy shopping day. You can get, you know, 60-inch TVs for, like, $50 and stuff no like that. No way. Are I you mean, serious? I mean, that's that I'm exaggerating a little bit, oh. but it's okay. but it is like a crazy day <laughs> like that. And um, I believe it's a holiday unless you work in retail. So it's, yeah, it is a holiday because I saw it. Um, it was on my calendar, my little wall calendar that I got. It said Boxing Day on it. And Ooh. that's what reminded me of it. Yeah, that's funny. I actually I like the idea of Boxing Day because it's nice that you can shop for yourself after you've spent all month or however long shopping for other people for Christmas. So that right. would it's be the like, time that I'd get myself gifts. Exactly. It's like, oh, I got cash and gift cards or whatever for Christmas. Now I'm going to go to the mall and spend them all. Uh, usually for me, I don't like crowds. I don't like any of that mm -mm, stuff. Me neither. So I, I like to avoid that. There was one, only one time I remember like really going out for Boxing Day um, when I was like in high school. My mom got me, shows my age, an MP3 player for Christmas oh. and she didn't get me the one I wanted. And she's like, OK, well, tomorrow we'll wake up at six o'clock in the morning and go to Future Shop and wait outside and go in or whatever. So we did we went there at like 6 a.m I got my new mp3 player and was definitely an experience but never again and usually the deals actually last all week it ends up being like a boxing week deal and you know everything's online now so there's no need to like stress over that but yeah I was gonna say I wouldn't step foot in any no. store on boxing day like there's mm -mm. no way in hell no I don't like that shit and I'm too impatient I am such an impatient person I there's nothing that would kill my soul more than standing in line for two hours somewhere for something I I'd rather die honestly same no um when I was in Buffalo last week there's this store there that's like all Buffalo Bills and Sabres stuff and it's a massive store they just renovated it and they have like clothes and stuff that I've never seen before it was the coolest store and I was literally like, there were so many things I wanted, but the line, because obviously it was a couple days before Christmas, was like mm -hmm. wrapped all the way around the store. No like way. I would have been waiting at least an hour. So I'm like, oh hell no. honestly, I'm not getting anything just for the simple fact that I do not want to wait in this line. Like I would rather come back another day, you know? I am. Yeah. I, 
A hundred percent. I am the most impatient person. I feel like my soul is dying every moment that I'm waiting for something. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm very impatient. Uh, well, I'm sure you, there's plenty of Boxing Day uh, discounts online now. So maybe you can do yeah. a little bit of online shopping. Yeah. Yeah, cool. exactly. Um, As far as Christmas goes, I hustled my ass off with my side business because I didn't make like really any money before uh, the weekend before, because we closed early on Saturday on Christmas Eve. So I didn't work then. I usually just work Friday through Sunday. Obviously Sunday we were closed Friday. We were not that busy. It was insanely cold. It was, I think I told you it was like negative 15 and the wind chill was like negative 35. Okay. Just to sidetrack you for a little oh. bit La- last week when you were saying like you guys were in a cold spot, I was like, Oh, it never gets that cold in this part of Canada. But then literally the day after we had a legit blizzard, like That's it was your, classified as a blizzard. I you know realize you did that, right? I know it was fucked. And then yeah, <laughs> Christmas was absolutely freezing here. Like the coldest I remember in my life. A lot of people were like, oh, it's not that bad. But That's anyways. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah, you did that. So uh, congratulations, Justine. You <laughs> caused a blizzard. I know, Jesus. Uh, so I didn't like, I didn't make that much money. And so I hustled my ass off on my side business selling to make as much money as I could for Christmas. I spent every last penny but I was just happy that I was able to get gift cards for our nieces and nephew and uh, gifts for Alex. And I love Alex is the sweetest kid. Um, I try not to talk too much about like finances and stuff in front of him, but sometimes it just happens. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Of course. And um, so he was like, I just want fuzzy socks. You can just get me fuzzy socks. I know we're struggling with money. And I was like, oh, that makes me want to die. Um, But I was able to get a good amount of stuff. And I just kind of explained at the beginning. I'm like, hey, you know, it's going to be a modest Christmas this year. It's just been difficult with me being sick and not being able to work for a while and all that. And he's like, that's totally fine. He like really loved everything I got him. And then I told him like, I was like, look, you're hard to shop for. Some things you like, some things you don't like might be a texture thing, you know, there's some sensory issues there. And, and one day he likes this color and the next day he doesn't. And so I don't know. I said, I have receipts for everything I bought you and you are not going to hurt my feelings. If there's something that you don't like and you want to return it, get a gift card or choose something that you'd like. So I have a pile of things to return, but (laughs) of course (laughs) he's like the sweetest kid ever. And I just, I love that kid so much. Like, well, listen, that's that's a kid that you raised to not have that materialistic Mm -hmm. mindset. It's a great thing. It's a great thing because I feel like a lot of kids nowadays, you know, and now so with social media and stuff, it's way worse because a lot of kids will see other people will have things and stuff, and people make it about this materialistic bullshit thing and it's not at all you know what I mean so yeah um, um yeah. have you speaking of as you're scrolling through TikTok or whatever social media maybe you're watching reels on Instagram have you seen these little fucking assholes on Christmas morning that are screaming and kicking and I don't want that and I didn't ask for that have you seen any of those videos oh my god Honestly, the internet should be happy that I haven't seen those fucking videos because honestly, listen, a lot of things with kids in it, I scroll right past. I don't watch 
child content. I don't I don't like children. However, however, the the stuff that I have seen a lot of is that like um, I hired the Grinch to come and steal my kids' presents, and it's funny to watch from an outsider's so point of view. But at the same time, it just makes me so fucking thankful that I didn't grow up with social media, and that <sighs> like I'm not gonna be on the internet for forever, being embarrassed by my parents. You know what I mean? For the whole world to see, like, to me, I just think it's fucked up to f- laugh at your kids and film them and put them online. It is. And and I've seen some that are really traumatizing. Like I saw one where the Grinch came through the window and the kids are <laughs> screaming and running and like, that's traumatizing. Okay, it's, it's funny to watch, but knowing that that's a real child is yes. not funny. You know what I mean? Back in October, I was seeing a few videos of parents that had set up like um, a photo session and the kids are sitting on like a bale of hay or something. And it's like the brothers and sisters and they're taking a picture. And then up comes like Michael Myers or Freddie or Pennywise behind them. And then they'll like tap on their shoulder or something. The kid turns around and they're terrified. And then the bad guy starts chasing them. Okay, that is not okay. Like these kids are screaming and running for their lives. And these were like five-year-olds eight-year-olds like that is so fucked up your kid thinks they're there for some stupid photo shot and then all of a sudden Michael Myers is chasing them through a field listen listen that's beyond messed up that's just like saying I never want to sleep alone with my husband in bed again because I'm doing you know what I mean like you're just gonna give your kid nightmares and then they're gonna keep you up all night like it's so stupid and also like I'm on like terrifier like the movie terrifier i'm on like all the facebook pages and everything the Mm -hmm. fan pages and i see so many people posting pictures of like watching their really little kids like watch terrifier and i'm like i don't mean to be like a prude because i watched horror movies as a kid not when i was like four or five maybe when i was like 10 but nothing to the extreme gore and stuff that's in that movie and like the thing is the horror movies that i watched were not they were horror movies that were like major studio productions with very popular actors in them and my parents would always say to me like oh you know her she's in this movie or he's in this movie that's and that, smart. that's that's why I'm an annoying adult today with all that stuff but it's yeah. true because they were teaching me like this is only a movie but something like actor. like like terrifier just how extreme it is it's like you know, I hate being Robin Brown and saying like, oh, their brain isn't fully formed yet. But it's true. <laughs> it's like they they are going to have severe trauma to like another level. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Alex watched the first Terrifier at like 13. And that's different that's... than four. Oh, my I'm God. I would like never. four or five year olds like babies. Alex was begging to watch horror movies from a young age. And I think I didn't let him until he was like 10 or 11. But um, I can't imagine. And we went to see Terrifier 2 together, but he's 15. Like yeah. I he's fine. Um, but I can't imagine showing any child under 13 Terrifier. It's. And like you said, it was so smart that your parents were like, oh, that's so-and-so from this TV show and -and so-and-so from that movie. Because then your brain can connect, oh, this is an actor, this is not real. But in Terrifier, these are not known actors, none of them, other than 
Well, none of them, not even David Howard Thornton is that well known of an actor. And so as a child, you could think you're watching like a documentary or found footage of something. And like I said, I never watched movies where people were like getting their body parts sliced open or anything like no. that until I was a little bit older, like in my young teenage years. Like I would watch like The Exorcist and things like that. Yeah. Where like, yeah, it's scary, but it's like. Like supernatural. Yeah. It, that's different than watching something to like that looks so realistic like that. I don't know. That's just I my think opinion. The first scary horror movie that I watched was Scream, which is still my favorite. And that was, that came out in 97. So I was nine, eight or nine. And that isn't anywhere near what Terrifier is in any way. Uh, but Scream just was more of a fun, like whodunit kind of thing. Like it did have the kills and everything, but uh, it was nothing like Nothing compared to like some of these like other independent movies and stuff. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And is is it because um the big the big studios have different guidelines that they have to go with and maybe more of an independent studio has more creative freedom to be a little bit more gory? I mean, that's what I'm assuming it is. Like yeah, I, I don't think a I mean, I don't know, but that's what I'm assuming, right? Like Yeah, it makes sense. I can't see like I saw Terrifier. I was telling you on our episode that I saw it in like this dingy little movie theater that I never even heard of before. (laughs) Like I can't see it being played at like the Cineplex where they play like, you know, the Marvel movies and stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this is our, I guess, New Year's episode because New Year's is on Saturday night. Um, and you know, oh there's, there's lots of stuff with New Year's we could talk about, but my thing that I really want to do with you is celebrity predictions for the new year. Like what is going to happen? Um, and I'm not going to lie. I stole the idea from beyond the blinds. I saw that they did an episode, but I didn't listen because I was like, I don't want to like have their ideas ingrained in my head. I want to come up with my own. So, um, I'm going to listen after I this. freaking love that show. I know. I I can't. Oh, it's enough. so good. It's, it's so good. It's so funny. Um, yeah, if you guys don't listen to Beyond the Blinds, you are totally missing out. You need to get on that. Yeah, it's They're an excellent amazing. podcast. Yeah. Um, tr- there's something about Troy McGeady that's just so like infectious, like his personality. His I want to be his friend. Like, everything. He's so good. I know. Um, so I have six predictions here. Um. Do you have Go any? Go for it. I have two predictions, but you do one and then I'll do one. Okay. Okay. Um, and you might have, your predictions might have mine in them, maybe. I have a feeling <laughs> one of them at least. Okay. All right, go My ahead. first prediction is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are going to have a really awful, horrible breakup. Ooh. I think they're going to have a breakup. I think words are going to be said. I think songs are going to be written. I think uh, Megan Fox's spirituality is going to come into it and she's going to say some stuff. I think it's going to be a big uh, thing. What kind of spirituality does oh, Megan she's, Fox she's, have? She's just like a super spiritual person, like is very into like the astrology and very into like how people were raised and how that makes them who they are and just you know she's just a spiritual person I guess is the only way I can say it and I think 
not necessarily that that's going to be the reason why they break up, but I think she's going to like say some stuff about him and vice versa. There definitely will be an amazing album written. That is for sure. I totally agree with you. I roll. (laughs) Um, I know you don't like MGK anymore. Listen, he cannot sing. Like, he cannot sing his way out of a paper bag. No, but, but he created an entire career. Like, that's brilliant, in my opinion. I'm actually more... I liked I, him I'm better actually... when he was a rapper. No, I loved his rap career. But I like his, like, pop punk shit, too. And the thing is, like, I have so much respect for people who create something out of nothing. That's actually, like, more impressive to me than his talent. Good for you. Yeah, I don't like him. Okay, you go <laughs> I on know yours. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, my prediction is that Britney Spears is going to be put into a mental health facility. She's, <sighs> did you see this video that Perez Hilton did recently? No. I, first of all, I fucking hate that guy. They, I thought you were going to say that you love him and I, I was going to jump hate through Perez my Hilton. computer screen. <laughs> he is I wish he's a garbage human being. I wish hey, he would fucking go Will away. I am knocked him out in Toronto. Oh, I forgot about that. He That's deserved the MMBA's it. after party. And then remember Flo from Bad Girls Club when he was hosting? That's why Will I am knocked you out because you're a bitch. Yeah. Remember when he was on the the reboot of The Hills and he was like all Yes, bald and he was like apologizing was like, to his... um what's her name? Misha, Misha Barton. Barton? yes she wasn't having that shit no well look at the shit he said about her he was he used to like draw dicks on their faces and stuff like that and like don't get me wrong i read that shit every week oh i did too yeah like several times a day i was super looking back on it just the fact that it was one guy doing this and like yeah it's it's a fucked up he's a garbage person and it was literally he's the epitome of an online bully like some loser who makes up a name, Perez Hilton. His name's like Mario Lavandre or some bullshit. Some like fat slob, balding loser sitting on the internet and talking shit about celebrities because he's a jealous piece of shit. That's Perez Hilton in a nutshell. And then he got older and nobody gave a shit about him anymore. And he decided he had to be nice now. Like, fuck off. So what did he post about? about He did this video on TikTok and was like, I know someone and they're very connected to the Britney camp and I can't say what's going on, but it's very bad. And I've been looking through all of the threads and comments and have not seen anyone guess what's going on with her. Like really out of the millions of people that are trying to figure out what's going on with Britney, not a single person has nailed it. Like show the fuck up. But he made this whole video that went viral and he basically said nothing in it. Um, so he's just, I hate him. I just wanted to say that I hated him, basically. That's why I brought that up. Yeah, but, I never I never was a fan of his. I remember when but the, you new, read it. the news came out that he got... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's true, but I still didn't like him. I didn't I, even, like Even him back in the person. day when he was popular, I still always right. made fun of him and stuff. But like he that. was one of the top, like you know sources for celebrity news uh, Listen, right i would say t- i would say tmz perez helped he made a lot of money he did what he did um 
you know, he's Did clearly... you ever want a look at what would Tyler Durden do? No. That was also like a fun celebrity news thing. Um, okay, so my next prediction Hold is... on, I didn't give you hold on, hold on. Let me you go said, back real quick. You said Britney Spears in the mental hospital. Yeah, she's completely off her meds and like off her rocker. And somebody's gonna put her she's either gonna voluntarily go, which actually I don't think that's gonna happen. I think she's gonna be committed. So thanks free Britney movement. Listen, we were all for it, though, when it was happening. No, I do agree. I think that um, a lot of people are mentally ill. And as long as they're not physically hurting themselves or someone else. I'm just going to say this. I was and am all for it as long as she is mentally, physically, emotionally, everything healthy. For me, as somebody that has been a huge fan of her music from the very beginning and has seen her in concert multiple times, I would love to see her perform live again. I would love for her to tour, but on her own will and with her making the money and the profits and everything and doing it for herself, not because she's literally forced to do it. And that's oh, all yeah, I want to say. Absolutely. I, I, same thing. I was a fan of Britney back on, I used to watch her on the new Mickey Mouse Club. I remember watching her on Star Search. So um, yeah, huge Britney fan. Um, I believe a lot of people are mentally ill, but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't have control of their lives and their finances and their, their, they can choose to take medication or not. It's your body, your choice, you know? Um, and as long as she's not a danger to herself or to anyone else, then it's really nobody's business. I mean, it sucks to see someone that you love and that you've admired for so long, completely spiral out of control, but that's her choice. So anyways, all right, go ahead. Next one. My next one is the Kardashians are going to completely fall off. Um, I kind of think that they're already on a downward slope with a lot of things. I've been thinking about this for a while. You know, they're they're never, ever, ever going to go away. Like they have made their mark on pop culture history. They will always be famous. Their kids will always be famous. But I don't think that they are going to have the type of influence that they have now. Um, it's our, Like I said, it's already starting to go down. I don't know what is going to happen, um, but I think either like Hulu will cancel the show or like uh, people are just, they're going to lose a lot of followers soon. Like the Balenciaga thing really fucked Kim over. Um, and, and I was also thinking about this earlier with them. It's weird how they have kind of gone full circle in like a negative way if this makes sense because hear me out on this in the early 2000s when like heroin chic was like the thing and everyone had an eating disorder and everyone weighed 90 pounds kim kardashian came on you know paris hilton's best friend and then the first season of keeping up started in 2007 i believe and kim kind of changed that she was the first um celeb back then that really was like I have a curvy body like I don't want to look like anybody else she looked different and she was like the first like sex symbol that people were like wow I want to be a curvy woman now I don't want to be super skinny anymore you know and it's weird because she did this positive body movement for so long and now the Kardashians kind of like switch that entirely around to now it's like wow to me, to live up to the beauty standards, I have to have a facelift by the time I'm 40 years old. 
multiple BBL surgeries, have this completely unattainable body, you know, completely different face from what I had 10 years ago, all Uh this stuff. And it's just crazy to me how they manage to do that to themselves in such a negative way. Um, But yeah, I just think that they're already losing their stardom, their fame. I think that the reason this is just another celeb conspiracy. I think the reason Kylie still hasn't announced the name of her baby is because she named him Astro and the Astro World thing. Um, I think that she's going to announce that and it might be like the final straw for people because a lot of the a lot of the fandom is like pissed off because they never even um, they never even mentioned Astro World or the victims or anything. None of them did. They just brushed it over. Uh, So, yeah, that's my Kardashian rant and my prediction. How has she been able to keep this kid's name a secret for so long? She just calls him Wolf. But that's not his name. I know. But you'd think somebody would have said something. Listen, their circle is tight. The same people that are around them have been around them for a long time. Like, yes, they have people that have been fired and have come and gone and stuff. But their circle is tight. And those NDAs that people are signing are probably no fucking joke. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Um. I agree. I think the Kardashians are, I think it's over. Um, but they held on for a long fucking time. Because when did you say the, the show started? 2009? Seven, I believe. 2007? Okay, so that's, and this what, is, 15, This is their years? second show as a family. If I could honestly name all the spinoffs, but they've had at least probably 14 spinoff shows. Um, oh they've God. been they've been consistently on the air no breaks for that long for like 16 17 years that is a huge huge accomplishment and yeah I think we've seen about all we can see with them um and and as far as the body positivity thing goes it's pretty easy to be body positive when you're 22 and you have a perfect body like but as you become older and you're in your late 30s and you're in your 40s and things don't quite look or work the way they did before then you start to get a little self-conscious about things and change them so I can definitely see how they've changed in that way but but I just mean as being some people that like young women used to look up to for that kind of stuff and now it's like the complete opposite now they've like made people have body dysmorphia in a way um but the reason why I was thinking about this so random was because I was listening to a pussycat doll song on Spotify earlier and the album cover was all of them um like standing like sideways and they were all wearing crop tops and of course the picture was highly photoshopped but their waists were so skinny where it's like that's not realistic at all like literally nobody looks like that but I was looking at this like no wonder everyone in the early 2000s had like anorexia you know what I mean Uh uh-huh yeah yep yeah and I mean think about what the Victoria's Secret models looked like back then yeah, like Alessandra Ambrosio and stuff. That was like, uh, there was a bunch of like Emily Ratajkowski's running around is basically what our thought of beauty was. So I don't know. We're all fucked up, and that's why. Yeah. Have you seen anything with that the Culpo sisters? 
their new TV show. I think um, they're really trying to like they're really hoping that they're going to be Discovery the next Plus keeps pushing that shit on me, but I have not pressed play. I watched I think I watched the first episode and I just don't give a shit. I just don't like I don't really care about the Kardashians. I don't give a shit about Real Housewives. Like, I don't know. I'm just not interested. It didn't pull me in. Yeah, Kardashians and Housewives are two different things, but Well, I mean, yeah. That's that's very true. Um, okay, so this is like such a big umbrella of a prediction. Definitely something Kanye with his mental health. Will he be committed? Will he be put under a conservatorship? Should he be? No. Just because you say rude shit and you're off your meds, again, does not mean that you shouldn't have control over your life as long as you're not hurting anyone. But definitely, I think a lot of people, when it comes to Kanye, just think he's like a a mega asshole. But I think it's definitely mental health at play, 95% of it. What do you think? Do you have any predictions for Kanye? So I thought about the Kanye thing as well when I was thinking about my predictions. But honestly, with him, it's just I don't even like really want to go there with him almost like because I don't I don't follow him close enough anymore to like fully have an opinion on that, Um, at least an educated enough opinion, I guess. But like all I'm saying is that like I wish he wasn't so awful and like saying the awful things that he does say and um one thing I will commend Kim for is I saw that she did a podcast the other day and it was her first time speaking out like since the Balenciaga thing or whatever but the host had asked her about Kanye and how she like keeps her cool when he's saying all these personal things and whatever and she's like I have so many receipts and I just want to go there but then I always remember my children and I will like never go there and Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing like I can always say about my mom growing up like now that I'm an adult I realize things for myself but as a kid like my mom never once said a bad word about my dad ever that's hard you know and what that I mean? is really great. So obviously things are going to be out there because obviously they're the most famous people in the world and obviously the kids are going to see what they see on their own. But for Kim to not go there is like good, good for her, you know? Yeah. Classy, yeah. Um, I, I have to say one of the best things that I learned during my nasty divorce is that All you can do in a situation like that, when someone is just dragging your name through the mud and you want to scream the truth from the rooftops, it doesn't matter what other people think about you. And it doesn't matter what someone else says about you. What matters is that you yourself know the truth, that you can sleep well at night. Because my ex-husband was going around telling everybody, I was cheating all over the place. He caught me cheating multiple times. He was so heartbroken. I never fucking cheated. He was the one that was fucking around all over the place. And um, it really, really drove me crazy to think that he was out there telling people this. And because it wasn't true. And I have a major problem with people saying things that are not true. It really upsets me. And I wanted to tell everyone the truth and show them like, the receipts, show them the text messages, show them all of that. 
And I just got to the point where I'm like, it doesn't matter what he says about me. What matters is that I know the truth and you have to keep your own side of the street clean. That's all you can do. Know the truth yourself, keep things clean on your side and sleep peacefully at night because that person is going to have to live with themselves and you can't change what other people think about you. And I I do think that I do think Kim is incredibly classy when it comes to her kids. And Mm -hmm. I really, really admire that because it is hard not to, it's hard to keep your mouth shut and not, especially, I can't even imagine on that platform of having millions and hundreds of millions of people hearing your dirty laundry being aired and wanting to tell them the truth. That's really something to be proud of. I mean, I think one of the best lessons in life to learn as you get older is just that is like you cannot control how other people view you, what they think about you. And I love that quote. That's like what other people think of me is not my business. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's one of the reasons why I don't read my reviews or anything like that because I'm just oh, like, I do. Is that going to it's nice when you get good ones, but, you know, the other stuff, it's just not worth me second guessing myself or feeling a type of way about myself. I just realized, like, you can't control how other people perceive you. We all live in a different reality. We all see things Mm -hmm. so differently. All you can do is be happy with yourself and know that at the end of the day, you did the best that you could. And yeah, I talked about this recently on one of my teen mom episodes, actually, because on teen mom Brianna got into a fight with Devon's mom because she was like you were a bad mom and da 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 and Brianna's like I was here the whole time what are you talking about like it was you guys that weren't around and and it was just this whole thing like it's so weird how people see things so differently uh-huh. but the yeah. perception yeah mm-hmm. and I I think another one of my favorite things that I've learned just in life in general is that the way people treat you has nothing to do with you, who you are or what you deserve and has everything to do with them. Yep. I remind myself that all the time because, you know, being a super self-conscious person without a lot of self-esteem, just because uh, of being overweight for so long in my life and being raised by an emotionally abusive mother, I really didn't think that I deserved a lot of that I deserved love or respect or kindness or anything like that, because that's kind of how I was raised. And as I got older and I realized you have worth and you do deserve to be loved and you do deserve to be respected and you are a good person. And just because someone else doesn't, doesn't treat you that way, doesn't mean that you deserve to be treated that way. So I'm telling you, life lessons in your 30s. If you guys are struggling in your 20s, just the 30s are the fucking best. The best. I I always say I wish I could relive my 20s with the life lessons that I have now. Like, oh, it would have been so good. But oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah, that that's honestly um, it's it's one of the most true things in life is that how people act and how they treat you has nothing to do with you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah. Um, okay, so my next prediction is Justin Bieber is going to announce that he's done with music. He's not going to. First of all, he's never going to finish that fucking tour. He's been trying to do it like since literally 2000, since 2017, because he was doing his, um, what's the album called? Uh, I can't think of it right I now, but no where, he has, where he has the blonde hair with the bandana and where are you? Um, what do you mean is like the main oh, song? Oh, I don't know the name of Anyways, that. it doesn't matter. He's been literally trying to finish this tour since 2017. Why was that canceled it in 2017? Because he had he was having like a mental breakdown in that time, canceled mm-hmm. the tour halfway through. And then he was like, okay, you guys are going to get refunded for like the next tour. He's been doing this over and over. And then this past tour got sick and never went back to it. Um, and then it came out recently that he's been trying to sell the rights to his music. He's trying to sell his music library. If he wants like 200 million for it or something. Yeah. He's Um, done. He seems like he's been over the fame thing for a very long time. He seems like he doesn't handle it well. Like, you can always just tell the celebrities and paparazzi videos who handles it well and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people are meant for the life and others aren't. And I just truly believe that Justin Bieber, although he is truly one of the most talented motherfuckers on this planet, unfortunately, I do not think that he was meant to be famous. I think he just wants to like be at home with his wife and like watch hockey and just be like a normal fucking 30 year old Canadian guy. Yeah, but he uh, never got the chance to be normal. Like what was he 10 when he got like he, was like he was like what? 14. He was like 14. Yeah. No. He Well, he was on YouTube when he was like 10, 11. Okay. But by the time he like came out with his first album and everything. Yeah. He was like 14. That's so young. That's yep. crazy. And yeah. So, I mean, good for him. You worked your ass off for the last, what, 15 years. And uh, if you can sell your shit for $200 million, then sell it and retire and Live out the rest of your days however the fuck you want to. Go for it. Good for him. I hope he does sell it. I hope that that brings him happiness and he can just like chill and make babies with his wife and whatever. If they want babies, I, I you know, as a child-free person, I hate just assuming that everybody right. wants babies. Well, I thought, he, you know I, thought I, mean? I heard that he wants babies, but she doesn't or something. I don't know. The only thing that I really saw from that was one time when he was on Ellen, because of course Ellen's fucking dumbass had to ask that question. Purpose was the album, by the way. It was like crazy that I couldn't think of it. Um, it, Ellen asked, when are they going to have babies? And Justin was like, well, I would have like 100 babies with her if it were up to me, but it's her body and her decision. So I'm going to leave it up to her, which... Um, Justin Bieber has had some controversial opinions about women's bodies before. So I loved that he said that it showed a lot of growth. Um, but he was actually at a Toronto Maple Leafs game last week um, with Haley. And he goes to a lot of Leafs games, but most of the time he sits like in a suite, obviously. But he mm-hmm. was just like 
in the 100s just chilling with the fans in the normal section that's so cool um I saw a TikTok this girl I follow on TikTok she's got a ton of followers she actually works at the Scotiabank Arena where they play and tells all these stories and she said that that night they had like double security because people were just literally just trying to get down to a section the whole time and it's like what are you gonna say to him like he's Mm -hmm. watching a hockey game with his wife like I would never do that I'm a massive fan of his music and there's a lot I could say to him strictly about his music but what am I gonna do when he's in the middle of a hockey game you know what I mean like people don't care they don't care Um, and I think he hates that shit and he's not meant for that because he just wants to chill I would fucking hate that like it, it's just it, it, the principle of the matter is it's just disrespectful like let someone try to be normal and let them enjoy something and don't like ruin it because you're selfish and you've got to get a selfie Ugh, gross and that's what a lot of celebrities say too is that like it makes them feel shitty because like Billie Eilish talks about this all the time because if you see her interact with fans she will always be like how are you like asking them questions about themselves Mm -hmm. and she says that what she hates is when someone says can I take a picture so she'll take a picture and then she'll she'll be the one that wants to talk and ask them about themselves and then they'll just be like thank you and walk away and she's like that makes me feel like a zoo animal or something. Like, yeah, you I just, just got what I wanted from you. Bye. And it's like, dude, Billie Eilish wants to have a fucking conversation with you. Are you kidding me? Like, I know. But at the same time, like, I I understand getting starstruck and being like, well, Ugh. and maybe they just want to like, I just want to pop in and get a picture. I love you. And then I don't want to bug you all day. You know, I don't know. I guess I kind of see it. If I was ways. a singer, I'd be like, I'll take a picture with you. If you can name three of my songs that aren't singles. Or something like that. And just see if they're like a real fan, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't think I'd have the energy for it. I could never be famous. I'm too much of a bitch. Um, Do you have any more predictions? (laughs) Those are the only ones I had. Okay. So my next one is the Buffalo Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. I really just want to put that into the universe. (laughs) Um, They're AFC East champions. So if they so they're won... going to the Super Bowl? No. So they're AFC oh. East champions. So they won their division. This is the third year in a row they won their division. So um, they still have either three or two playoff games, depending on how the rest of the season goes. Um, so, yeah, hopefully they make it to the Super Bowl and hopefully they win. That's my prediction for the new year. They... Their number one pick in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. So I'm just hoping that uh, that happens. Just wanted to put that out there. Um, my other two predictions, Blink-182 is not going to finish their world tour this year. They announced they they're going it? on. They did not cancel it. But my prediction is that they are going to start it. But then something is going to happen halfway through the tour and they're not going to finish it. It's an extremely ambitious tour for three dudes who haven't played or worked together in an extremely long time uh, and let alone toured together. This tour is very long and it's a world tour. It's That's fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, and the tickets I, I don't sold out like so fucking fast. I think I they think they're will gonna finish do, it. I think they're going to do a Justin Bieber and like no, halfway through one I have of them to disagree. is going to have 
Mark just beat cancer. Like, I, I do not want to put out that anything's going to happen to him, but like, I just don't see it happening all the way through. I'm going to disagree and say that they will finish the tour because they haven't toured in so long. And um, except for Travis Barker, they are going to need the money and or want the money. I mean, maybe not even need the money, but um, I mean, for such a huge tour and how quickly the tickets sold out and the tickets were pretty expensive to begin with. Um, I think they're going to finish out the tour. I think they're going to want that money. So we'll see who's right. Okay. Um, I wish I had then, tickets. <laughs> then my very last prediction, um, I think that Angelina from Jersey Shore is going to have a baby or at least announce her pregnancy by the end of 2023. With who? Um, I don't even necessarily think that she's going to have a partner. I think she might do like the IVF thing uh-huh. um, or something like that. I can just... I can really see that happening. Like I said, not necessarily like it. Like, I feel like if she were to have a baby, she'd have to be like pregnant now, but like at least announce a pregnancy by the end of the year. Um, She posted something nice on Instagram last night that I liked. And I'm going to try to pull it up. Apparently, I don't know how Instagram works. Did you see this post that she put up? Um, probably not, to be honest. Okay. Um, it says the biggest lesson I learned this year is that not everybody has the same heart as mine. While I'm ready to do whatever it takes to make others happy, that doesn't mean others will do the same. And that's okay. You shouldn't expect anything from anyone. Never try to force someone to act or feel the same way or you'll end up getting hurt. What do you think about that? That's Angelina. (laughs) Typical. What's typical about it? See, I don't really know. This is what happens. Like she, she gets into these big fights with people and then these dramatic makeups, like that's how she is on the show. Like, do you think that's about her ex? Are they divorced now? Her ex-husband? They're officially divorced. And then there's this whole thing that she like got pregnant or got pregnant. Jesus Christ got engaged while they were filming the new season of Jersey Shore family vacation and with it's some like, dude from another show. Right. But everyone thinks it's one of Polly's stupid, like prank war things. So I don't think it's real, but I do, I do see her having a baby, whether it's that she like meets a guy and does it right away or she does the IVF thing. I just, for some reason have a feeling that that's going to happen for her like very soon. Yeah, she's probably feeling like her clock is ticking because that's about about at that time. If you want to have a baby, well, that's you're what she's thirty. That's what she says on Jersey Shore. Well, she's like yeah. thirty-seven now. I think she's like thirty-six. <gasps> or 30, no, no, she's like thirty-five or thirty-six. I feel. Oh, but that's what she said on Jersey Shore. She was like, "Now I'm getting divorced. I thought I was gonna like have a baby and everything. I'm like, you know, getting into my late thirties. Like, yeah, she's thirty-six. Yeah. When people say like thirty, thirty-one for like. I feel like I need to have a baby. I'm like, Kate, I feel like that's early. That's because the doctor tells you, like, I think after 30 or 32, your pregnancy is considered geriatric. It's more high risk and you're considered like an old pregnant person after 30. I know. Isn't that crazy? crazy. I know. That is fucking insane. It's filed as a geriatric pregnancy. Like if I at 34 was to get pregnant. Yeah. That is fucking insane to me because I feel like 
I don't know. I'm 31 years old and I don't feel I like feel I'm 25. mature enough to have a baby. <laughs> um, I Speaking of babies, okay, well, first of all, before we get into this, I did watch one of your favorite movies that you've been telling me to watch <gasps> for so long over the weekend. Oh, I'm so excited about I this. I watched Blue Valentine and I'm so obsessed with it. I loved it. It was one of those movies where as soon as it was done and I went to bed, I like pulled up Reddit and I started reading what everybody thought on Reddit and their theories and what they think certain things were metaphors for and everything. Um, I loved it. I thought it was Ryan Gosling's best performance. Yes. Um, he actually went to high school right around the corner from my old condo. So, you know, I always love him and root for him. And growing up, I was obsessed with him and Breaker High. That was like my my God, I forgot about that show. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, But this was definitely my favorite performance from his. And I thought it was such a beautiful movie. This is like my type of movie. Um, however, I did have a problem with one scene in the movie, but besides that, I thought it was a perfect movie. Um, the abortion scene, I thought that I, I, I had a big problem with that because that's not what it's like at all. That was very much for shock value. They had a doctor right there trying to like put a needle inside of this girl. Like that's not what getting an abortion is like at all. I don't remember specifics about that about that scene but I've I don't know anything about procedures or anything so I wouldn't have known if it was inaccurate that was the only thing but I I just felt like the certain scene was just like done for shock value but besides that I thought the movie was like so beautiful I thought the story was beautiful the acting phenomenal I felt like a lot of it was probably improvised um and yeah I loved it so thank you. Good, for the good. Okay. I'm so happy you loved it because it is one of my all-time favorite movies. And I feel like nobody ever talks about this movie and a lot of people haven't seen it. It is so beautiful and devastating and heartbreaking. And it's, I highly recommend that anybody watch it. It will take you through every emotion. And one of my favorite things about this movie is that I don't remember if it was like before or during filming Michelle Williams, Ryan Gosling, and the little girl in the movie actually lived in the house together, the house that they filmed in, for like a month or something, and acted as a family while they were living there. Oh my god. So I I don't think they spent the nights there. I think that they just like would come stay in the house and do family things and have breakfast together and act as if they were a family. That and makes a that lot that of sense because the really... little girl in the movie and Ryan Gosling's character, they did seem to have this like natural sort of chemistry because yeah. with kid actors, a lot of the time, unless they're really good, they always have that sort of like, I am reading from a script, but right, yeah. she didn't seem to have that. Like I said, it seemed very improvised. So maybe like the jokes were genuine, like inside jokes with them that they were doing or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I I loved it because I'm not a I'm not a rom a romantic movie fan because I think so like 99% of it is just such bullshit. It's all like so ridiculous and and the love and oh we're head over you're my soulmate we're meant to be it's such such bullshit. This is the most real movie about love that I have ever seen. Like the highs, the lows, the love, the heartbreak, the laughter, the devastation. Like it's the most real thing ever. 
And it doesn't have a happy ending. I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it. But that ending will never not break my heart. And I've seen that movie so many times. So fucking good. I mean, I don't want to do spoilers, but like, did you think Michelle Williams' character was kind of an asshole at the end? Yes. Okay, same. I was like, uh, I don't want to give spoilers, but yeah, I thought, I thought her character was a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Given the circumstances that she was in and like everything your man's done for you. I don't know. But I think it's also a situation where you fall in love young in your early twenties and then you grow and you change and your definition changes and you wonder if you missed out on things and you try to branch out and experience the things that you didn't experience. And like, yeah, you can end up being an asshole and hurting people and it's real. I mean, that's what, that's why I think like nobody should get married before they're 30. Nobody should have kids before they're 30 because you do so much growing and changing and your twenties are meant to experience life, go out and party, experience different people, different things, do drugs, have sex, like do all those things so that when you are in your thirties, and you want to settle down, you can do so knowing that you're not missing out on things. And I think that's, that's like the realness of the story. Yeah, I agree. It was so beautifully done. Uh, The performances are just unreal. And, and I feel bad for starting off being like, I didn't like that abortion scene. uh, Because it it wasn't that bad. But it was just, um, it wasn't like it was like this graphic thing. I don't want anybody to think like turn that off from the movie. But um, I just felt like it was a little unrealistic that going on. But it was just to show that like, she did go in to get an abortion and she was like literally two seconds away and then she was like no um but yeah I thought it was great and uh I'll definitely be re-watching that again eventually this might be the first movie I've recommended you watch that you liked (laughs) (laughs) no definitely not um but I do have a recommendation for you it's a newer movie um it's called Emily the Criminal, and it's starring Aubrey Plaza. Yes, it's in my queue. Okay. Okay, so I, I watched a few movies over the last couple of days, um, but this one was the one that, like, stood out to me after Blue Valentine, of course. Okay. And, um, you know, Aubrey Plaza, we love her. She's the love only her. person who can play, like, the perfect sarcastic bitch, you know? God, it's I love goals her so much. to get her on this podcast one day. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> But uh, it's about this girl who has like $70,000 worth of university loans. And every time she tries to get a job, they're bringing up her criminal history. Uh, She has a felony, I think, on her record or whatever. And she, you know, she's struggling. She's doing like something like Uber Eats driving or something like that in the movie. And she ends up just someone is like here's this number you can make $200 in an hour like go there and she's like of course I'll I'll make $200 cash and basically she gets caught up doing a lot of like illegal like fucked up but very clever stuff and um, it's one of those movies I don't I would classify it as like a thriller kind of because there's tons of scenes where you're just like holy fuck what is gonna happen 
and it like gets your heart racing but at the same time there's lots of like social like justice issues in the movie to talk about um because you're like even though she's doing these horrible illegal things you're like kind of on her side and um it's a it's a fantastic movie. Like everyone okay. knows, she, we, you and I love her, and she's a oh, amazing actor. But um, the movie is really really good. I was see I saw it on Netflix for the last couple of weeks, and I was just like, eh, it's not really my thing from the description. But I'm so glad I watched it because I love okay. it. I'm gonna watch it because I read the description. I put it in my queue. I was like, Aubrey Plaza can't go wrong. Love her. I recommended it to uh, Colin last night and he watched it and like texted me this morning and he loved it too. So, okay, perfect. I'm going to watch it this week and I want all of our listeners to watch it too. You said it's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk about it. At least in Canada. I know that there's different. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it. So let's talk about it next week. We can get into it. We can do a spoiler episode. Perfect. (laughs) And then do we have time for me to read this Reddit post and you and I can give our opinions? Please. Go for it. Okay, so just before I get into this, um, it's it's so funny because you and I disagree on so many things, but I feel like one thing that you and I very strongly agree on is that like stop forcing women to have babies. Stop like Mm -hmm. if somebody says they don't want kids, don't ever say to them, like, oh, you'll change your mind one day or stuff like that, you know? Um so I, of course, like am child free and I'm on the child free subreddit, which can, you know, be very toxic sometimes. But someone posted this article and it's so it it's it's not an original post like they found it on the Daily Mail or something like that. And then I also have something like kind of from my real life that I want to incorporate into it. But I just want to okay. read this really quick and then listen to your thoughts after. But it says I have an old school friend who's been complaining about her partner taking zero interest in their children. She's a stay at home mom and her partner works full time and has a well paid job. He pays the bills and for anything for her and the children's needs but she complains he's not emotionally present with them. He doesn't spend any time with them or help at all with childcare. I would normally have a low opinion of a man who can't be arsed to spend time with his kids and is a shame for the children, but it's so difficult to be sympathetic for my friend. I kind of feel like she made her own bed with the situation. After a year of her being with her partner, at this point, they had a really good relationship and lived together. She knew he was strictly child-free and had no interest in children. So I was surprised when she announced her pregnancy, but congratulated her as she was clearly happy about having a baby. She later told me that she knew her partner wouldn't want to start a family, so she just stopped taking the pill without telling him. He stays with her, but becomes somewhat emotionally distant. I expect he was in shock. Friend was confident he would change his mind once their baby arrived. After the baby is born, he just takes zero interest, but she has lots of support from family. Nothing changes for a couple of years, and then she announces she's expecting her second child. I congratulate her again. I'm surprised. I had no idea they were trying. She then confines in me that she sabotaged the birth control again, this time the condoms they were using. At this point, I make it clear I disapprove of her choice doing this. She becomes tearful, saying what choice did she have and that her child needed a sibling. So I then subject drop, not wanting to be the asshole, making my pregnant friend cry, even though I think it's a shitty thing to do. Anyway, now she has two children. She is complaining about how her partner is just emotionally checked out, not just with her children, but also with her. She's not, 
or sorry, he's not interested in intimacy and is going through the motions. It looks like their relationship is well and truly headed for the rocks this time. I just find it hard to be sympathetic with her. I mean, what did she expect would happen? Although obviously I'm very sad for the two children who face growing up with an emotionally distant dad. Am mm. I terrible for not having sympathy for her? Your friend is a bitch. And that person is not the asshole. The friend is totally an asshole. This is not okay. You cannot, like, one of the number one foundational things that you have to have alike with your partner is whether you want children or not. And if somebody, and it is so fucked up when people tell you, oh, you might change your mind. Oh, whatever. Like, you are a grown-ass adult and you know if you want to have a child or not. Typically, if you want to have children, it's something that you've wanted since you were little. It's something that you've pictured since you were little and you've thought about it for 20 years. And so if someone in their 20s or 30s has said, I do not want to have children and you want to have children, guess what? You better break up and find somebody who wants to have children because that's not fucking fair. She a thousand percent trapped this man twice and has no right to be upset that he is not he's not being a like a participant in this. It's mm -hmm. not okay. She took his choice away from him. They never should have gotten married. They shouldn't have had had kids. And it is so fucked up and selfish to put children in this situation where they have a father who has wants to have nothing to do with them. That is so fucked up. I hate this on so many levels. I hate all of it. It's awful. Same. And listen, Ugh. these things happen all the time on this child-free subreddit. People will tell stories all the time. Like my entire life, I've been child-free. When I met my you know, husband or wife, they said the same thing. Three years into marriage, they changed their mind. I didn't. I'm heartbroken because neither of us are going to change our minds. So we go our separate ways. Yeah, you have to. These it's the right happen. thing to do. Like you said, don't tell people they're going to change their minds, but it does happen. People do yeah. change their minds. And um, it's not right to try to convince somebody who doesn't want them. And to do that, that's so fucked up. I feel like um, I don't know, this sounds harsh, but I feel like the bitch is lucky that he's at least still there and like still yeah. helping her with finances because look how many men like literally just dip. It's awful. I feel bad for him. I feel so bad for him. Like she took away his choice. She's changed her mind. She's flipped their entire life and their relationship upside down. He, pro he probably feels guilty for not having a connection with his children. His kids are going to feel totally abandoned by their father. Like, this is just a, a completely fucked up disaster of a situation. Also, after the first time, he should have gotten snipped, I feel. Yeah. He should have taken matters into his own hands. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely because, true. Because, uh, unfortunately, like... She can't be trusted. Yeah, that type of stuff is something that I truly believe goes both ways. I don't think a woman is 100% responsible or a man. And, um, you know, you got to protect yourself when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Um, I do have like a situation in real life that I have a strong opinion about that's kind of similar to this situation. So there's this girl I know and her and her fiance have um, 
they don't have a good relationship you know it's a friend of a friend and my friend will always jokes to me like oh I don't think they're gonna make it to the wedding and stuff like that you know and this guy like um you know he struggles a little bit mentally and stuff and apparently he doesn't come home a lot he sleeps at work a lot and they just don't have a, a good relationship um she is pregnant and uh she is very like I am keeping this baby because a doctor told her that she is infertile and this will be her only chance ever to have a baby so she's like Mm -hmm. I am keeping this baby this might be my only chance and when my friend told me this I was like so you know this is this might be an asshole thing to say or whatever but I'm like to me that is the most selfish shit because you know that this man like doesn't want anything to do with you he doesn't come home he treats you like shit everything you're not thinking about this baby being brought into this world having issues with their dad being a certain way all you're thinking about is like oh this might be my only opportunity to do this and I really think that people need to stop saying that to women as well because usually if a woman's pregnant they can get pregnant again like there's just so many times where I've heard this be say to women and they use that as an excuse like oh a doctor told me this could never happen again so this is my only shot you know what do you think of this I think it's just um I would keep the baby but I did that you know like I was 18 when I got pregnant with Alex and I knew from the beginning of that messy relationship that it wasn't going to work out I had a feeling that it wasn't going to work out. And he did the trapping thing too. Like he was throwing my birth control out when I was in sleeping. So I'd wake up and look at my pack and think I already took it. Like he did that. Um, I thought I told you that you look really surprised. <laughs> I'm just looking at you like that's fucked. <laughs> yeah. I'm whispering because my kid's in the hallway. Um, but I still decided I was going to keep it baby and I did and I'm happy that I did and it wasn't because I didn't think that I would have another opportunity but I was already pregnant and I figured well like I'm I made a very adult decision in this relationship and so I'm going to be grown up and I'm going to take care of my responsibilities and that was just how I saw it I can absolutely see how someone who's been told you might not get this chance again and somebody who's dreamed of being a mother their whole life would say okay I'm going to do this And yes, it's going to be hard for the kid not to have a father figure involved, um, but you can do it. I don't know. I just knew this girl that I worked with and she was pregnant, but she was planning to get an abortion and she went to a psychic convention and she had a reading and the psychic was like, you're pregnant right now and you're planning to get an abortion. And she said, yeah, I am. And the psychic tells her, don't do it. You'll never be able to get pregnant again if you do this. So don't go through with it. And she actually thought about it for a couple of days and she sat there and she said, well, I can't let some psychic that knows nothing about my life like dictate like I'm not ready right now. And if I if I want to have a baby in the future and I can't get pregnant, wasn't meant to happen. But this is not the right choice for me. I'm still going to go through with my abortion. So she did. And guess what? She has a fucking baby now, however many years later. I thought you were going to tell me she wasn't able to get pregnant. I was going to be like, oh, my God. (laughs) I think her son is like two now or something. Okay. That's beautiful, cute little kid. Like she's married. She's happy. So 
don't listen. I mean, that's a psychic, but don't listen yeah. to psychics. Don't listen to doctors, anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes I, listen to doctors. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, when it's something you've dreamed of your whole life and you're told by a doctor who you believe is an expert and they tell you, if you don't, you might never, then I can a thousand percent understand why you would want to go forward with it. Uh, I don't know. I just think like if I can get pregnant, so why can't I get pregnant again? Like what is changing between now and then? I just don't it, understand it be, that like medical It could be like stuff. a medical miracle that you did get pregnant that all the all of the blood tests and all of the ultrasounds and all of the things were betting against the op- the chance. And I think that you don't understand it because you want, you are child-free and you don't want to have children and you've never wanted to have children. But from somebody who always wanted to be a mom, I can absolutely tell you with 100% positivity that if a doctor told me it is a miracle you are pregnant and if you don't carry you might never get the chance again, I would absolutely keep that pregnancy. Okay. Because it's a huge thing that I think the, um, the fear is the regret on the other side. Like if you did terminate the pregnancy and you were never able to get pregnant or have a successful pregnancy again, and now you, you had the opportunity to do that thing that you dreamed of your whole life and you ended it, that's a regret you would have to live with for the rest of your life. And, and you would watch your friends have babies and, you know, strangers playing with their kids at the at the park and it would be something that would just haunt you every day for the rest of your life I think if you see it like in the way of regret it makes a little bit more sense yeah but like I said I guess I don't understand because I it's something I like can't ever like see myself wanting or anything like that so I it's hard for me to see it from that point of view but um yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'm just saying, yeah. like, don't force anybody to have babies. Let's not poke holes in condoms. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't tell people. You're, you might change your mind. It's the same thing with, uh, I was talking to a friend earlier, and they were like, I don't think I'm ever going to get married. And I wasn't like, oh, honey, when you meet the right one, when you meet your soulmate, you'll change your mind. I was like, yeah, you might not get married. That's totally cool. Like, maybe you're somebody who just enjoys the relationship while they enjoy it and then when it's run its course you're ready to move on maybe you're someone who likes to have casual relationships maybe you're someone who just likes to be by yourself all of those things are fine like stop fucking telling people they're going to change their mind shut the fuck up who cares it doesn't affect you yeah that's the thing it doesn't affect anybody if somebody has kids or not you know what I mean it's like such a weird thing I feel um yeah the worst thing in the world is a parent who doesn't want children having a child because that's not good for the kid like I was adopted by my grandmother who never liked kids never really wanted kids that's fucking so traumatic for a child to know that like you're an inconvenience to your parents' life. It it's an awful feeling to feel like your parent got stuck with you. I lived with that feeling all, for all the time. Yeah, and that's so, fucked up. I mean, like, who wants to feel that way that that 
if your parent didn't have you, they'd be living in a motor home, traveling the world, having a good time, but they're stuck with you. Like no child should have to feel unwanted. And that's and why I, I feel, say, oh, go on. I was, just, I was gonna say, that's why I say gay people are the best parents because they want like, I say that all the time. Oh my God. I wish I had two gay parents because they, they want you more than like they the average person because so they have to bad. work so much harder for it. Yeah. They have to work so fucking hard to have kids. They want you so bad. And they're the best fucking parents. Like, I mean, like, I wish, I wish I had been adopted by a gay couple. That would have been fucking awesome. Same. And I feel like, <laughs> honestly, with like, you know people being more open to stuff now like it's more 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 people are child free now than they ever were in the world and I feel like that's a good thing because I feel like back in the day like people just had kids because they felt like you just had to like if you were in a relationship it's like okay well we have to get married and we have to have kids and yeah this is how life goes yeah nowadays I feel like people don't feel like they have to and there's you grow up it's one of the positive things about social media because there's so many online communities and stuff that are like listen I feel the same way you do you know what I mean so yeah everything is changing and we're moving forward but yeah that old school mentality of you grow up you meet somebody, you fall in love, you commit to them for the rest of your life. You have all these kids, you raise them. Like then you have grandkids and you retire. Like all that is dead. That way of thinking is dead. And if you want to continue in that traditional aspect, that's totally fine. That's your thing. If you don't, do it if you have a you different happy. view. Yeah. If you have a different view for your life, do that. That's what you want. Do it. Like, I think it comes down to this because this is what I always say when people are like, well, what if you like wake up and you regret not having kids? And I feel like, well, no, I feel like I would rather regret not having kids than have kids and regret having them because that's Mm. something that happens a lot that people don't talk about enough, I feel. So I feel like that's how you have to look at it. Like if you feel like you're going to regret not having kids, you truly feel that way, then have fucking kids. But for me, I'd rather regret not having them than have them and regret that. Yes. And you can always adopt or something. Like there's always a way. There's so many kids out there that would love to have a home. Like it's not like you could never have a child if you didn't birth them. Exactly. the thing is... um, I totally just lost my train of thought. Having kids are good. Oh, having kids is the most self-sacrificing thing you will ever do. And so if you don't really, really want them, you will lose yourself. You will lose yourself. You will feel totally taken advantage of. You will feel that everyone is ungrateful for everything that you do. Like you literally sacrifice yourself to raise children and to have a family. And so if that's not something that you're a hundred percent okay with, and well, I mean, not a hundred percent, if you're not okay with that and you don't see that as your, as your future, the last thing that you want to do is commit to that because 18, 20, 30 years is a long fucking time and you have to want it. So if you don't want it, don't do it. And that's fine. There's plenty of people procreating to keep the earth moving. We will be fine. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. 
and uh let's let's everybody stop saying this 18 years thing because oh it's way more than that (laughs) if you're a good parent until your kid's 18 and then you just completely cut them off then like you're not a good parent like it's literally for the rest of your life that oh yeah like my mom percent dedicated so my adoptive mom's my grandma she um married a drunk when I was 16 and I cried and begged her not to And she told me, um, I've been your mother, like I've raised you for the past 16 years and now it's time for me to be happy. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Don't marry a drunk, bring them into your home and have them threaten your child every day because it's your turn now. That's not how it works. When you're a parent, again, it's not 16 years. You don't get to just check out at 16 It's not 18 years. It's a very, it's like the rest of your life, you're going to be a parent. So be a good one. And if you don't want to be a parent, then don't be one. Yeah, exactly. Or let's not, let's stop having babies just thinking that they're going to be cute little babies for forever, because that's also one thing that drives me crazy. And people are like, oh, I I already have five kids, but I want another because I just miss when they're so little and cute. And it's like, okay, yeah, dog owners miss when their dogs were little (laughs) teeny puppies too. You know what I mean? It's like, no, because they are going to grow up and they are going to become their own person mm-hmm. and their own human being. And you still have to be there for them. Like, yeah, I talk about this all the time. Like, I feel like my dad wanted kids because he just wanted like little kids because he was like good to us when we were little. But as we like grew up and turned into our own people, it seemed like mm. he became more and more distant. It's like, why are That's you fucking pissed that I became like that's what my Cody Brown person. does on Sister Wives. I my dad has so many similarities to Cody Brown. Ooh, like it's no. it's and the whole using COVID as an excuse to stay away thing. Like it's very very triggering watching these new episodes. But um, but it's it's true though. It's like it's a lifelong commitment. And um, I love you, and I think that you are doing it right. And. I don't think anybody should fucking have kids, but I genuinely think that you are a great mom. Oh, thank you. And I, you're one of these people that's like meant to do it. You know, like, I feel like some people are just meant to be moms. And I feel like you are, I I feel the same way with Jody too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I feel like I feel like a horrible mom all the time. So like, that means a lot. You are not Uh, a horrible mom. Oh man. Listen, listen, listen on the (laughs) team Bob reunion. This is what they all say. Cause Nessa, the host, she just had a baby. Uh So they were all giving like their advice and they were like, listen, if you second guess yourself, everything you do, that means right. you're doing you it right because mom. you care. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's the moms that don't care. You know what I mean? You care. Yeah. And I totally admire you for saying like, this is not what I want. And so I'm not going to do it. Like you're not giving into what society thinks that you should do. You have decided this is your decision. You're, you might you might change your mind one day. You might not. That's completely up to you. But as long as I have a lot of admiration for you knowing that I'm not, I don't want to have a child. So I'm not going to put a child through that feeling of not being wanted. That's so important. And so that's why I'm like, do whatever makes you happy. Yeah. I've, I've, 
I hope to be, you know, a good aunt to my nephew. Like, I hope that mm-hmm. he grows up being like, wow, I had a really fun aunt that always, you know, but I'm yeah. I'm more than happy with that. You know what I mean? Perfect. So, yeah. And it, and your man doesn't want kids. So you guys are on the same on the same page. And that's perfect. You're not going to be going back and forth fighting over one of you wants kids. One of you doesn't want kids. One of you is going to trick one into having a kid. I mean, I mean, fuck though, like those, those subreddits like freak me out though. How Someone just like wakes up one day, but, um, you know, obviously none of us can predict the future. I mean, hopefully I predicted the future with my, um, my six little predictions. Oh my God. I, so, I mean, I at least hope that the bills one is right. (laughs) <laughs> at the so I think in the middle of 2023 we should revisit these predictions see what if anything's come true and then at the end of the year we'll do our predictions for the next year and also see what came true hell yeah it'll be fun Let's yeah it. well you guys next episode is going to be in the new year and Justine and I have so many fun ideas for the new year um first thing that we have right now is for $2 a month, you can get early ad-free episodes on Patreon. So patreon.com slash resting bitch pod. You're going to get this episode on Wednesday instead of Friday and completely ad-free. And then going into the new year, we're going to have bonus content for you. We may have a Patreon exclusive podcast. I mean, there's so many things that we're thinking of. So make sure that you follow us on Instagram at resting bitch pod and keep up with all things RBF. Uh, Justine, do you have anything else you want to talk about? The Shore Store, probably? Um, Not really. Shore Store <laughs> is still the same. But again, I'm still doing my weekly like teen mom recaps of yes. all the new seasons. Um, You know, I'm just finishing up uh, part two of the reunion on my Patreon for $2 a month over there. Um, nice. And and yeah, I'm going to be recapping the new Teen Mom family reunion show. Yeah, everything Teen Mom. That's even though it's a Jersey Shore podcast, that's what everybody loves. The Teen Mom recap. Yeah. So Teen Mom just has like a fandom like no other. So yeah, Teen Mom is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I'm going to take my teenager and his friend to the mall. So wish me luck. Actually, I'm just dropping them off, so it's not like I'm going to have to do anything. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next year. See you in the new year. Bye. Bye.